everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for continuing to share and to download the podcast. You guys definitely shared the last episode, but we'll get into that in a minute. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, thank you for those of you that have gone to my website at IamReneeRoberts.com and you have booked private coaching sessions with me. For those of you that follow me on social media at Facebook and Instagram, which if you're not, you can find me at I am Renee Roberts. I'm sure you have seen that as of recent, I have added to the services list uh, for Coach My World, uh, 30 minute quickies. You know, sometimes people just don't have an entire hour to do what they need to do for their self care, but 30 minutes can do just as much damage and so for those of you that just need some quickies to get in there you want to go ahead and book those as well and don't forget if you haven't joined the coach my world podcast fam facebook group i don't know what you're waiting on but go ahead and 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 join that and for those of you that are part of it why aren't we having more discussions we'll get into that at another time all right but of course my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery healing and for progress for your life. So fam, what is up first? Let me start off with this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for embracing my vulnerability. Thank you for embracing Cal and I, our vulnerability. Uh, I received so many encouraging texts, so many encouraging calls and messages on social media after last week's episode. Of course, you have to deal the good with the not so good. You know, you did. I did get a few people contacting me because they're nosy. Not so much because they care, but hey, shout out to you as well. As I have shared with all of those who truly care, I expect you all to feel sad and and even some kind of way. I understand that. You know, many of you have expressed how saddened you are by hearing of the divorce. But above all of those feelings that you all are experiencing and the feelings that Cal and I may be experiencing and my kids, my family, I expect for all of us every last one of us to heal for it. Know that Cal and I are good. Uh, my kids are, are healing. And, um, you know, we all are here healing as a family. And so I invite you to join us on that healing journey. But don't pity us. Uh, just continue to support us in what we are doing to make this world just a better place. Yes. So those who know me, it's okay for you to check on me and to ask how I'm doing. I had someone ask like, uh, do you mind if, you know, do you mind us checking on you? Absolutely not. I don't mind. Please check on me. Ask me how I'm, how I'm, how I'm doing. But as you can see, I have no problem being transparent with you. So if you ask, just get ready to hear what I have to say. Yeah, this is why I love y'all so much, fam. You all are the absolute best. Thank you for giving us a a safe space to share that with you. Now, about this episode. In this new episode of my life, I am protecting my peace at all costs. And let me tell you, this dimension of peace is so freeing and so empowering, and it is achievable by all. But there are some things we have to be willing to shift in our lives and in our surrounding world in order to experience this type of peace. 
It doesn't just come to you. This peace is such a deep inner state that it makes it so hard for external stimuli to disrupt it. Anything on the outside to get in. This includes people. I bought this shirt from Five and Below and it says people be peopling. You know, like there's too many people peopling in these streets or something like that. Something to that effect. But, um, I th- oh, I know what it says. It says it's too, it's people outside. <laughs> So before I proceed, I have heard so many people tell me, you're so strong. Shoo on that. Or like some of my island friends say, Chuh. strong people hurt. We cry. We scream. We kick fits. We, we cuss. We want to throw hands. At least this strong person does sometimes. You name it. I have just chosen, fam, to not allow those types of things and those types of feelings to control or dominate my daily functioning in life. I have to keep in mind the greater goal of my life, right? The greater goal of my life is to be this instrumental person in the lives of people, helping them to to fulfill and to to heal and to to do things that, you know, they may even feel they are not qualified to do. I'm an, I'm an encourager. Okay, I'm an influencer of healthy emotions. So I didn't have time. I don't have time to be throwing hands and doing all those fits. I had to make a choice. I choose to win. I choose to prosper. I choose to live in peace. After all, it is a choice, right? So here's what I had to do. And this is what I'm going to supply you with in this episode. These are some personal things that I have done. This is not a researched uh thing, but I'm sure you can research it and find it. Um, But these are my experiences, right? And I have for you, let me look at my list. I have seven things. And you know, it took me the longest to pull these together in a way that would be beneficial for you. Because when, when you're coming from experience versus just doing research and finding information, uh, it's a little harder because you got to really dig in and pull on your experiences and write about them, right? So I'm going to give you mine and hopefully these, uh, what did I say I was giving you? These seven things, I hope I said seven first, these seven things, hopefully these seven things will assist you in protecting your peace, all right? So number one, I had to avoid drama, I had to literally take two whole steps back from individuals whose lives seemingly revolved around so much drama all the time or from things that are just uh, just drama filled. You know, there are some situations that are just drama filled. I had to take a whole two steps back. Realize this, that even if you are not participating in the drama, per se, know that you are still being impacted by it. Okay. Why do we insist on exposing our lives to such type of chaos? I had to choose my peace over others' chaos. I had to choose my peace over other people's drama. One of my favorite t-shirts that I have says, nope, not today. It's a purple one too. I love it. And I actually want to revise it and get it customized to say, nope, not today or ever. Because I refuse to allow dramatic energy to ever be a factor in my life again. I had to place a demand on my own peace. Therefore, it's a no for me. It's a no. Uh, You know, is this already stirring your heart and getting that no muscle moving? (laughs) I hope so, fam, because we we have so much work to do that excludes drama. All right. So we want to get into our vocabulary. Nope, not today. Or it's a no for me. No. Yes. The second thing I had to do was stop complaining. Mm. 
Now this one, listen, this one, oh, this is going to definitely stretch some of you because we have been conditioned as human beings to complain. Think about it. It's in our culture. It, it was in your homes growing up. It, it, you are surrounded by it at work and on social media. I mean, Jesus, you, you find it in the stores and restaurants over the simplest of things. People are just totally complaining. The line's too long. It's taking too long. Oh, my goodness. How much does she have up there? Oh, my goodness. You need a price check. Oh, my goodness. Why aren't there enough cashiers? It, I mean, and we go on and on and on. But have you ever noticed that complaining changes nothing but your attitude and your stress levels? It may even change your hairline, okay? So we understand that complaining doesn't do anything but make things worse. So why do it? Why do we do it? I literally had to retrain my mind so that the way I view life was more optimistic and positive. This does not mean that I, I, that I don't have negative or adverse things uh, that I think or things that I want to say. It doesn't mean that I'm challenged, not challenged in my patience. Uh, it just means that I choose to shift the way I manage those types of things and those types of feelings. Because you know what? Hear me clearly. Complaining will disrupt your peace so freaking fast. So if you're going to protect your peace, you have to stop complaining. Say to yourself, I must stop this complaining. And you can do it secretly. You know, nobody knows you're really a complainer, but deal with yourself before yourself gets publicized. Yes, all right, the third thing I said, I, that the third thing I had to do is block negativity. Oh, my God. Or should I say, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This one right here has to be worked regularly. Do you hear me? Because there is so much negativity out here in these streets, y'all. And if you're not careful, they low-key would get a grip on you. But the key to blocking negativity is canceling your own negativity. Too many times we are trying to block others' negativity, but it's really our own that keeps the negativity alive. It keeps the negativity real. The minute we put the chokehold on our own negativity, I mean like the sleeper hole where you just knock it out for good, the tolerance for others' negativity becomes zero. So it, I, I literally have zero tolerance for negativity. And it's not just enough to just have a blocking attitude or disposition because, you know, we can put it on our face like I'm not dealing with negativity and we're shutting it down from that area. But you literally have to become verbal in your stance concerning negativity. The older I become, I find myself becoming more vocal about my zero tolerance policy for negativity. So don't bring it at me because you may just hear some things from me. In order to protect my peace. Doing this is what protects my peace big time. You hear what I'm saying? I choose to live negative free y'all. Because negativity only makes present circumstances worse than they actually need to be. Alright? Period. Alright, the fourth thing I had to do was stop dwelling on the past. Oh my God, I think I need a drink to talk about this one. <clears throat> This is for all of my rubbernecking people. And this is what I thought about when I think about the past. You know, you ever been on the highway or anywhere driving <clears throat> and all of a sudden you're in like total fully stopped traffic. You see things flowing on the other side of life 
and um, you're wondering what the heck is going on on this side of the lanes. And it's not until you approach the incident or the accident um, that you see this accident actually had nothing to do with us. As a matter of fact, it's on on the other side. It's, It's heading south when we're heading north. But it's all because people are looking back. They are looking back. They are literally they have literally stopped in their track. We are supposed to be on a highway. We are on a roll where you're supposed to be tires rolling, wheels up, and uh we're stopped. For what? The incident has occurred. What has happened is done, bruh. Go. Beep beep. Turn around and keep driving, folks. Now talking about pressing my pressure with that it is a, it's the dwelling it's the ruminating that that has nothing to do with them that gets on my nerves so dwelling or ruminating over the past it's the same way if this is a sure way to keep your panties in a bunch because i'm telling you when i'm in traffic like that i literally my panties just start going into little knots or my bra strap gets twisted and if you're a guy maybe your boxer shorts creep up into the crack of your butt all totally irritating and sometimes debilitating if we're not able to readjust it, right? Dwelling in the past keeps us stuck and unable to make forward progress in our lives. Learning to let go, fam, is the best knowledge you can acquire if you're in this position. Think of it this way. The longer you stay in the past, the longer you stay detached from your reality. Ooh. And your length of stay in the past causes you to miss out on all of the experiences you actually need for your healthy maturation, for your trajectory. So we see how detrimental dwelling on the past can be, right? Even with all of my little yucky uh, analogies, you see how it how it can be, right? Because I know y'all tripping out over the panties and the boxes and the bra, right? Let go of what was so that you can embody and protect the peace that is present and that's able to keep you content through every past encounter of your life. Got that? All right, we're almost on the home straight. We're on number five. The fifth thing I had to do was be mindful of my selfishness. Most of us are conditioned to not be selfish because it is actually within our makeup to preserve ourselves by being selfish. All right. With that in mind, it is important to be aware of how you care for for yourself without allowing yourself to become inconsiderate and dismissive of others, especially those that are holding you down. This does not mean that you have to put others above your knees. That's not what I'm saying. But make sure you remain empathetic and understanding of your surrounding support as you tend to your needs. Remember, the focus is protecting your peace, not losing sight of the goal. Okay, that's the focus. The sixth thing I had to do was avoid giving in to peer pressure or societal influence please understand peer pressure is not teenagers. It's not peers are peers. You know, peers are those that are are doing life pretty much in the same generation or in the same modality that you're doing it in. Uh, that's why I put in there so societal influence, just in case the peer word triggers people into thinking teenage. I'm not talking about teenagers. Talk about your peers your peers. And many times we all fall into this type of behavior when we're trying to fit into the norms of society or be embraced by our peers or a a group of people that we want to be embraced by. 
don't get this twisted, y'all. This is a natural behavior for human beings, okay? But this behavior can also be conditioned and modified to ensure the best outcome for you. Stop giving in to those things that don't suit you, though. Just because the majority is doing them doesn't mean you have to do it. True peace is able to manifest when you're able to stay true to what suits you, even if you're standing alone when the smoke clears. All right. This is what it looks like to truly protect your peace at all costs. And then the last thing I had to do was be mindful of being overly critical. Oh, Jesus. I was just thinking about how critical and judgmental society has come. Literally, I am just agitated with it, especially as it pertains to Christianity and so-called Christians. And what I mean by so-called Christians, because everybody has a different type of Christian that they say they are. So I don't know what they're called now, but everybody that's, you know, proclaiming Christianity, they're all over social media judgmental, critical, dogging people out. I don't know. I have my own opinions about that, but that's not what this episode is about. Uh, And yes, people have always been judgmental, but gee whiz, it has totally intensified. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because we now have the ability to to do it on a broad platform. The social media and, you know, has bigged it up. YouTube has bigged it up. You go on the Internet and it's there. It's right there in your face. And people know this. So we're able to put out our judgmental, critical analysis of, of people and things uh, and speak it as if it is truth. You have to be mindful of that. Be aware of how critical you are becoming. Be aware of how critical you are being. We all have to be aware of it because it's so in our face all the time. And if we're not mindful, we'll, fall our, we'll find ourselves doing more of the same. The more critical we are indicates that we are minding everybody else's business except our own. And I'm just going to put that there. We can observe this in just how opinionated we have become. We are some opinionated people. We have an opinion on everything. I am actually learning ING is in process to just mind my own business and do my part to support when I'm asked, engage when I desire, give my opinion when it's provoked and give those that are in my world the space they need to just be without my critical assessments, without my my critical analysis and, and evaluation of their choices but just letting them be able to be and live their lives, live out their choices and decisions, minus Renee's judgment. This actually is one of the best protections from my own peace because it helps keep me from not just disturbing my own peace, but disturbing the peace of others. And you do realize that when you disrupt someone else's peace, they're going to give you hell, which now counters at causing a disruption in your own peace. Hope that makes sense. Woo! Well, fam, I hope this has helped contribute to your ability to protect and guard your peace. With everything that's going on in our worlds personally and and simultaneously in the world that surrounds us, would you agree after listening to this that peace is a high commodity for healthy living? It's a high commodity for a sound mind. It's a high commodity that's needed in order to thrive in life. Believe me, even if you hadn't thought about it, it is. And because of my love for you, fam, I wanted to put you on game in this episode so that your peace will not be threatened another day in your life. 
So until next episode, I want you to take these tools, implement these tools on a regular basis because there is no uh, shift or change without application. I want you to reassess the spaces you've allowed people into and then start reinventing how you choose to do life. All right. The more you assert these new standards in your living, I promise you the more peace you will experience. Have a great one, family.